Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, what's up? This is Prophet Josiah. Make sure you listen to my album, God Made Me Do It, on all streaming platforms. Right now, you are listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Stuck inside of this basement, wasted. Dream so big, so vivid, I mean I swear to y'all I can taste it. Cake so good, but I don't know none of y'all out here that's gonna make it. So I go and get mine from the public and they love it, but I'm chasing. Sugar-free brand, man, a lot of people living that sweet life, they're just faking. And ain't nothing more cold in my mind than me to being so real and authentic. And I'm riding around with my windows down and got nothing to hide, it ain't tinted. And I ain't got a whole lot of time, so I guess it's... Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, man. I'm geeked and blessed to be joined today by... Man, I got three people on the line that you gotta know about, man. Long-time friends, but also very successful in what they do. We got Derek Myers from OTS. Thank you for joining the podcast, bro. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yo, we got James Williams, assistant head coach over at Russ College, man. He has been killing it on the basketball scene, coaching for quite some time. Bro, welcome to the podcast. We appreciate you for being here as well. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Awesome, man. We have our very own Miles Austin, our NBA correspondent. Uh, we're going to talk about the draft, so it's appropriate that we have him on. Plus, we got Derek on here, and they've been beefing on um, on IG, and I wanted to bring the fight <laughs> to your ears live, man. I didn't want you to have to wonder how that would pan out. I wanted to bring it to you. So here we go. We got Miles Austin on here. Welcome, Miles. What's going on, family? Glad to be a part, as always. Myers is on the line, bro. I'm loving it. And I got a fellow Laker guy. I'm good. James, we in here, dog. What's good? Yo, first <laughs> off, I'm offended by the fact that you say you have a fellow Laker guy and not fellow Laker guys. Well, um, well he's been here when he was no, that's when fine. We were trash. That's fine. That's fine. When we were trash. That's he didn't fine. Go nowhere like yourself. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> Hey, man, you know, I'm not a – you know what? That's jacked up. But anyway, so, look, we're here, y'all, with the, the NBA draft. Just happened. The 2020 NBA draft just went down. Um, There were a lot of, you know, shocking moves kind of right at the top. There was some some shock. But the question is, what was the most shocking move to you? As you kind of go through the whole first round, what was the most shocking um, move to you in the draft? We'll start off with, with the guy who I know is kind of looking and evaluating the talent. We'll start off with, with James here. James, first – First round, most shocking move to you? Uh, you mean for who got drafted? Because my most shocking was who didn't get drafted. Yeah. Um, Miles Powell. I know he got picked up as a, a undrafted free agent. Uh, he'll be going to New York. <clears throat> but uh, for me, it was kind of shocking because the production at the college level, at the high level, was there. Um, and, and I felt like there were some people that went that first round. Um, even if I thought mid to late, there were some, some teams that could have used the guy who could put the ball in the basket like he can. Um, and, and I know the prognosticators say different things like defense and size and all that, but he produced in the Big East, and that's tough. Uh, that's, that's been a tough league, you know, uh, grinded out kind of league. And when you can put up numbers like he did and, and even get the accolades that he did alongside Obi Toppin, uh, this year, I thought that was a real big stretch. But if I had to pick somebody who was drafted, I would go number seven with the Pistons, with Killian Hayes, mm. uh, the kid out of France. Um, that that was a, a shocker to me because I'm I'm I understand the the nostalgia with the, the international guys, but in this year of COVID, man, without without observing and and just seeing people, I know it had to have been difficult to evaluate 
the kid. But when I, you know, just kind of looking at the film and going on, you know, YouTube and finding some things about him, I don't know how his game's going to translate, you know, from the standpoint of uh, he's, he's a crafty guard, but he doesn't have the quickness, you know. And then when you combine that with the youth, how long is it going to take him to get adjusted to the game? Almost like uh, Nikili out of France. Mm. I mean, out of, uh, Nikili out of uh, New York. Yeah, you know he came in with the with the measurables, but just catching up to the NBA game, the, the, the being able to shoot and to consistently be on the floor is going to be a tough thing. So those two would be my those would be my biggest sleepers. Miles Powell not getting drafted and and Killian Hayes at seven for the Pistons. I felt like they could have went somewhere a lot better. I'm gonna take you back for a second um, to that Porzingis draft, and and people were shocked when Porzingis kind of went as high as he did. Um, yeah. Were you shocked when Porzingis went went that high back back then? Um, no, because the measurables seven three with that skill set. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's very very difficult to be a seven footer and to move like that. So when you're asking me to evaluate a big, the first thing I'm always looking at is his feet, because if he has very good footwork, he's gonna be is it, that helps. I mean, already you're seven you're seven foot, so that helps. But if you can move like that at seven feet. You have an advantage. That's why I thought the James Wiseman pick was a good pick mm. because the kid can move. You know, and th- this is a league where if you can move, you got to move. Like you got to cover pick and roll. You got to cover ground and be able to get back to your to your spots on the def- in your defensive rotation. And you got to be a rim protector. If you can move your feet laterally in these kind of situations, in those kind of situations, it helps. It always helps. So that's what I look for whenever big. So when you look at Porzingis and you flash on the tape, first thing I'm going for is his feet. And if you look, you like, man, this dude can't compete from that standpoint alone. Now you talk about adding the skill from somebody who's been playing overseas and probably been playing since he was 10 professionally. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Derek, what was your most shocking move in this one? Um, I wouldn't say it's really shocking. I was just kind of, like, confused. Um, I mean, I understand why Obi Toppin was drafted by the Knicks, but because of their um, logjam – at the at the wing that's why i was kind of confused because they need a point guard so i i kind of figured they were going to you know maybe go for a point guard but i don't think they're even done with all their moves so i kind of get it but i think they're going to um I, mean, I think they're banking on 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 free agency right now in terms of getting a a, a big big name for point guards so i think again it's not shocking because it's the knicks but it's kind of uh it was kind of confusing drafting wise, draft wise. Okay, okay, Miles, where you at with this one, man? Who's what's the most shocking move for you in the first round? If I'm completely honest, I'm gonna start at the top of the draft. I, I, I'm not thinking. I didn't think Minnesota would take Anthony, and I only say this: Anthony is worthy of. Like I'm not, he's a great talent. All I wouldn't say he's all around. Obviously, there's some flaws in his game. But if I'm looking at fit, I'm 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 going with Lamelo Ball um, over because because I have because I have Carl Anthony Towns and I have D'Angelo Russell, who to me really isn't a point guard. I think he he would he would flourish more at the shooting guard, being set up as a shooter, finishing, cutting back doors, things of that nature. Um, I would have looked at Lamelo Ball and his passing skills, his scoring ability. I don't think. Uh, it's just not Anthony Edwards' game, so I, I was—I honestly thought they were going. They, they kind of kept it close to the chest most of the time, um, so you really didn't know which way they were going. But I think Anthony Edwards isn't a bad pick 
if you believe that D'Angelo Russell is a point guard. And I'm guessing that's where they're going and expecting him to do that. I just didn't see D'Angelo Russell as that facilitating point guard. He's a scorer. And he's a he's a one-on-one player. He can break you down. Um, so I figured LaMelo Ball would complement that that duo that they had there already, D'Angelo and Carl Anthony Towns. But um, I wouldn't say it was like super shocked one of those two, I just felt like I'd have leaned more towards LaMelo in terms of where I wanted to go with the style of play if I have D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns uh, to, to pair him with. So, James, I need to ask you about Anthony Edwards, right? Have yeah. you seen this kid before? Yeah, I've been watching this kid probably. I've actually got – I actually have film of this kid playing against my former school's middle school uh, in seventh grade. <laughs> so, I actually – kind of got a glimpse of him early on. And then he played at Thero, uh when I was um, at Norcross. And then when I took the job at Drew, he was, you know, he was at Thero still. So, yeah, I've, I've watched him quite a bit. Uh, seen, seen a lot of him up close, you know, because, you know, I'll be in the gyms. But, but, yeah, I've seen a lot of him. When you saw him first time, first time you saw him, did you feel that you were watching the first pick in the NBA draft at some point? Not necessarily first pick, but I felt like he, he was he's just he was just bigger. You know, even when he played pop foot pop Warner like he played football, you know, for the Atlanta Vikings, he was just always bigger. So he was always physically gifted. Hmm. And so when you're looking at a kid, especially going to the league, you want to look at his physical, the natural gifts. And there are just some kids like LeBron, you could just tell he was, you know, in, in seven at sixteen years old, you six eight, two forty, you're <laughs> built. Like you're built, for the, you're built for the professional ranks. You know what I mean? Um, or you think of somebody like Adrian Peterson when he was in college, he was just physically bigger and stronger. Like some guys, you can just tell that they're physically can handle that, and that the their growth process is going to be the curve is going to be shortened. So for him, you know, uh, just being in high school, he was just physically dominant. You know, and then now you talk about developing the skills, and then at UGA, I mean, freshman of the year. You average 19 points in the SEC. By the way, the SEC had the most people drafted uh, in the first round any conference. Um, it's 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 growing from a basketball standpoint. Um, when you look at the teams and the talent that that's that that's going to be coming in, you know, even next year's draft uh, is going to be loaded with SEC guys. Um, for him to do what he did, and, and even in college, you can just tell other two guards, this guy's guarding him. He's six four, two thirty. He's just built like he's just built mm-hmm. for that two guard spot and, and then you know when you get with a guy like Tom Crane who's produced Dwayne Wade and Victor Oladipo you know he you could tell that he was it was trending that way you know you could tell it was trending that way when he was at Holy Spirit um and he, and he played in big time matchups you know he dominated his matchups and in the high school level that's what you want to look at for a guy are you dominating your high school your matchups are you dominating against the other top 50 guys that you're going up against you know, on a on a on a Tuesday, Friday, or Saturday. You know, when you're playing. So, I love it, yo. Um, let me let me go to you, Mav. I need to know as you look at this draft, who's the guy who comes from this as the star of this draft? Star of it. The star of this um, draft class. I, I'm I'm high on him right now, man. But I think. I think I got to go with Melo. I think I got to go with Melo on what he's going to do because he has opportunity to shine. I think when you talk about Anthony Edwards going to Minnesota, you have two proven all-stars, which uh, I believe Cat's been an all-star, right? I want to say he has. Um, but you have two proven people on the roster who you don't, we don't have to defer to you to lead this team. Uh, same thing with James Wiseman. Even with the Clay Thompson injury, 
you're going to be looked at as a producer, but you're not the guy, right? In Charlotte, you're looking at LaMelo, uh, Devontae Graham. Uh, I think Malik, Malik Monk is kind of taking a step back. I bring a lot more to the court, but we're going to see, you know, what he does alongside LaMelo and those guys as they build that offense. But I think LaMelo just has the most opportunity to become that guy for their team. Every other, every other person is fitting into a role and playing amongst uh, what that team and what that style of play already is and that culture. I think James Wiseman is going to flourish in that culture. I think Steve Kerr and, 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 that, and that, that coaching set you have there, uh, that culture is just a good culture. I think James Wiseman was a perfect pick. Like James said earlier, uh, a seven-foot-one guy who's mobile like that, who can eat off of a Draymond Green or a Steph Curry, uh, this will be the year for Andrew Wiggins to step up. Um, so I think Jane Wiseman has the uh, Wiseman has an opportunity to be good because of what he's surrounded. But I think Melo has the the biggest opportunity to be a star and a guy there. And he has the expectation as well. So I think he has the opportunity just because of where he was drafted and what along the pieces he has alongside him. Yeah, that's fact. Yo, talk to me, Derek. Who do you see star of this draft? Um, I'm actually um, stuck between LaMelo and, and Wiseman. But I think uh, Melo is going to have the late, late, late Miles was saying, I think he's going to have a big opportunity, especially with reports coming out today that um, the Clippers were interested in Rozier. I don't know if that's going to end up happening or not, but if they do trade for Rozier, um, that's even more time for, for Ball yeah. to go out there and, and do his thing. Wherever he's gone, <laughs> he's flourished, and that, that's overseas. It, you know, like multiple places overseas. So I, I'm I'm expecting him to. He to me seems to be like the most uh, league ready guy. Like today, you know, what I'm saying so really? because of all that opportunity, because of all that opportunity, because of all that opportunity. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, he seems to be most league ready to me. So, he's grown, man. Yeah. Yeah, at least at least with the top ten, you know. So yeah. I'm 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 gonna say that I'm gonna say Melo. Okay, coach. Well, yeah, with this one, uh, when when Miles first said Melo, I saw you shake your head a little bit. Well, no, no, no. I, hey, I was gonna get. I'm glad you said that. Um, <laughs> I, I thought <clears throat> I, I thought going to Minnesota wouldn't have been a good pick because D'Angelo Russell's ball dominant, yeah. and and I think what the things that guys the things that they said were true. Like Lamelo's had the ball in his hands since uh, Lonzo left. Um, he had the ball in Australia, you know, um, when he played and going to the, 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 the Hornets are going to give him the basketball, uh, you know, Devontae can play off the ball. You got miles bridges, you got PJ Washington, you got Zeller, you know, you got, you know, and they're, they're still making moves that they picked up Vernon Carey, who I thought, I thought that was a great pick, uh, for them. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 you know, I've seen Vernon up close since he was in high school, and I, I love his game. And he's down to two thirty-five now, uh, so it's only going to make you know, it's only his face-up game is good just as well as his back to the basket game. But I agree with everybody. Um, I, I will, I will throw in a name. I agree with everybody. Everybody said I think Lamelo has star potential, um, and he's because he's built for it. He's been built for it since he was thirteen years old. You know. Um, uh, but somebody that is very, very under the radar, and I lo- I like him a lot, um, mm-hmm. and it's this system. Uh, Tyrese Tyrese Halliburton. Ah, that's good. That's good. I'm not I love, listen, I, I hate I hate a shot. I hate a shot. shot I don't <laughs> like it. 
but he makes it. But he makes it. But the kid, he's playing alongside De'Aaron Fox. Like, mm-hmm. this turns Fox. Like, it turns Fox into a co- that combo, like, where he doesn't have to be such a creator. Um, I don't necessarily – I don't think he's going to be, like, a huge big star, but he's going to be a consistent guy in the league. Um, and I just heard rumors that Buddy Hill wants to leave. Uh, he wants to leave. Um, and, and so, you know, they say he wants to go to the Mavericks. <laughs> everybody, listen, everybody don't fit, but LeBron, like, we, 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 we got special made pieces. It's, you know, a big, you know, it's a big facts. Big facts. We have special made pieces, but um, so yeah, I, I like I like the Tyrese Halliburton Burton pick and Isaac Okoro. Yeah. Again, I'm picking Georgia. I'm picking a Georgia guy because mm, I've yeah. seen these kids. That dude is one wherever he's gone. Yeah. You know, and he Cle- fits Cleveland's so better. well in Cleveland with being able to D and three. He's gonna he's gonna surprise a lot of people. You know, he's gonna surprise a lot of people. Yeah. And and it's, it's it's Bruce Pearl the same thing he did with uh, Chuma, you know Kiki, and you know those guys who are hybrid guys who can guard multiple positions. He can guard one through three. He's gonna guard one through three, and he finishes at the basket. And in the league, if you can do those things, because the player development is outstanding in the NBA, those right. they they're gonna have guys that develop. You know, um, if you're putting in the time and the work, the organization is gonna get behind your development. That's why I don't worry too much about where kids are when they're coming out of college because they spend the NBA spends a lot of money on development. I mean, and, and that's always important. That's always an important factor. But it also matters who who's developing because you know the Warriors have a good development system. Of course, the Lakers with Phil Handy, um, Cleveland when he when Phil was in Cleveland, you know their yeah. development development with guys were very good. I think the Hawks do a very good job of developing developing players and, and the Mavericks do. Yeah, so <laughs> did you did you see anything did did when you when you heard the the comment that Anthony that Anthony made like I can't watch basketball like I don't do it's what I do I don't watch it did that mean anything to you in terms it, it, of it didn't it didn't because this these kids are different now like this right. generation is so different their their interests are so expansive because of the internet because of the internet and that cell phone they don't, they're not, they're not the same like we were. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't have those distractions. Like we had PlayStation, right? Everybody had the PlayStation, we played, but we were outside. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 were with our guys. These dudes are so specialized now and they're they're so catered to uh with information and what they can see that it didn't matter. Like the dude produced, like if that if if you if you're saying that 19 points a game, freshman of the year. 30, 33, 33 points against Michigan State. That game he had against Michigan State really put it put him on the map. If you mean to tell me that's halfway in, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's right. your halfway. That's Come right. on now. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I knew I knew it was different. I knew it was different when uh, Instagram followers was mentioned. Uh, when Melo, we were talking about, yeah. is he ready for the fame? It was yeah. like he has 600,000 more followers than Zion. And I was like, exactly. are we really mentioning Instagram followers? Yo, wait, Melo let's keep it a buck, though. Star. When we follow when we follow LaMelo, it was all on Instagram and, and um, Everything. Twitter, yeah. Facebook. I mean, that was my first introduction to this whole ball family. It wasn't like on television, yeah. right? Yeah. It was through these social media things. And I've, I watched Zion the first time on Facebook. 
right? When y'all saw them little clips when it was big man bullying these little kids, and I'm yeah. like, yo, who's this? Little, who's this big dude, right? <laughs> like, yo, get him out of there. He shouldn't be there. And so yeah. we seen that, right? And then I watched Melo. The first time I saw Melo was the same thing. It was one of those clips where a kid scores 99 points or 100 points on some That's other kids, right. and I'm like, yo, who's this kid? And why does Who he keep like, yeah, why is he, um, <laughs> you know, just staying right here and not playing no defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was that's the, that's the age we in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, and I, so I think, I think, I think what we're kind of learning. Yeah, we're kind of learning that in in this in this age of of internet and social media and everybody has their eyes on everything at every single moment. Nothing nothing gets passed. So if a person drops forty or fifty on a team, it's it's on it's on the web that night, and we're figuring out and people are popping. Like you think about Anthony Edwards that James mentioned on Michigan State. That 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 solidified uh, and was a, and was across like uh, all the news saw this. Who is this kid? He he had he had the explosiveness. He was consistent, but this game against the Michigan State uh, defense, putting up thirty three. You see that you mentioned the the ninety nine game or the hundred game that Melo put up. We're seeing him in Lithuania and seeing him in, in, in Australia. That doesn't happen if we're not in this social media age. He goes overseas and nobody knows about. Him. And you're seeing in the social media age. Uh, overseas people are, are coming over and looking great. I think in, even in this draft, a number of people from overseas were getting picked. And they're solid pieces because we're able to see via social media and their, their, their Instagram and Twitter and just the internet and seeing what they bring to the table. So I think, I think it's absolutely awesome, man. The one thing that Melo had different than Zion was that he was able to profit off all that stuff. He's at 16 driving a Lamborghini. Now, not to say that Zion didn't have no money, but, you know, he, he – like Melo was able to be like, I'm paid, bro. Like I'm, I'm not worried about none of this. I know him being the NBA Zion was kind of taking stuff under the table. Not to mention the contract he got when he came out, <laughs> got drafted. So Zion's good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Melo was able to profit a whole lot earlier. So I mean, but he ruined his NCA NCA eligibility as well. So I mean, it's give some take. But I will say this: I will say shout out to the NBA for doing that elite program that they're doing with uh, the top the type high school prospects. You're getting half a million dollars. Because they're seeing people looking at the overseas and going to make money. So shout out to the NBA and the G League for making that that possible for for pro- top prospects in high school. Yo, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know any of that stuff about Zion getting anything under the table. Um, so look, yeah, let's, okay, all right. So let's talk about. <laughs> yeah, good now. Yeah, I don't know anything about that? Um, yo, so, so um, y'all mentioned, you know, guys kind of like coming up through the internet, right? Like, and, you know, being ranked really high and then going to overseas. We looked at a guy like RJ Hampton and I'm bringing him up on purpose, right? Um, do y'all think there's a reason why, and, and I know I talked to James about this earlier, do y'all know a reason why his, you know, stock dropped so much? When he kind of came out, everybody thought, man, he would be, you know, probably one of the top guys, you know? But he got didn't get picked until 24th, drafted by the Bucks, um, reportedly, you know, yeah, traded, right, um, dealt to the Pelicans. I got excited. I was like, okay, cool, let's go. But then I'm hearing he's going to the Nuggets. Man, you know, like, what, what's up with a guy like R.J. Hampton, um, James? Um, I just, I just think COVID-19, I think COVID, COVID, you know, got them. When those guys think about what happened when the NCAA shut down, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, they couldn't have workouts. You're talking nine months of not being able to physically see guys, you know, see their development and see their growth. Um, and I think, I just think RJ fell into that. And then the hype, um, he didn't, he wasn't as successful as LaMelo was overseas. You know, LaMelo, what do you have, a 17-7-7 seven, seven, seven yep. 
against against grown and them Australians are some tough yeah. dudes. Yeah. And they <laughs> tough. They tough in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think the simple fact of him going over there, what what that does is it develops these young people into men. They become professionals. You know, at the college ranks, you know, we 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 coddle the kids a little bit. Um, you know, they get meals, they get rooms, they, you know, mm. they, they, they kind of have their schedule laid out for them where they're supposed to be when they need to be there. And you get overseas in that situation and you got to kind of grow up a lot faster. Your maturation curve gets short. Um, and so these guys, uh, that's that's kind of what they have done. Uh, but for RJ, I just think it was COVID-19 got him. And I think for him, his ability, his ability, his abilities are going to shine in Denver. Uh, you know, Malone runs an open system. He's going to learn behind Jamal Murray. Um, you know, and I, like I said, part of the biggest thing is where these guys go and the veterans mm-hmm. that you have uh, around you. You know, him, him playing behind Jamal Murray, he's going to get an opportunity being a first-round pick, you know, so so he's going to have the contract and the money. He's going to get the opportunity uh, playing up there in Denver. But it's going to be tough out there in the West, and he's going to get baptism by guards you know, night in and night out. Uh, and that should Big only facts. make them better, you know? Big facts. Yo. We pray it makes them better. Baptism by guards, we pray it makes them better. Y'all dropping lines out here right now. Yo, yo talk to me, um, Derek, man. You gotta look at a guy like Aaron Neesmith. Everybody talking about him as being one of the best shooters in this um, draft. He's going to a team that has no hope in Boston. What do you see or expect from a guy like? Oh, <laughs> my bad. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. What did I do to you? That's all love. That's all love. I just had to do it. <laughs> got to throw it out there. Throw it. <laughs> That's messed up. I'm just playing. Yeah, they, got, they get they get rid of Gordon. It'd be good. Yo, but what's up with what a guy like Aaron Eastman, man? What do you expect to see from him? Um, shooting. That's literally all he has to do out there. Like, I don't think – I think whatever we get from him aside from shooting, whether that's the driving, uh, defense, ball IQ, whatever that is, is going to be a uh, uh, cherry on top. Because literally, like, I think our bench scoring was, like, ranked 29th or something like that this past mm-hmm. season. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. So I think a lot of the moves that we're seeing Boston make – anyway is to to uh aid that and like miles said yeah uh gordon hayward most likely will be gone so um i think he's gonna actually uh, do the sign and trade indiana is where he wants to be like he wants to go back home so i think what's going to end up happening is that they're going to do a sign and trade with indiana they're going to get miles i think they're going to get miles turner um and i'm thinking mcdermott I'm thinking McDermott. Might they need wings. They need a good wing. Well, you got you got Kim. I mean, you have, have plenty Kim. of wings. We don't we don't need any more wings. <laughs> you need something. You nah, need nah, something. Nah, nah. I don't know if it's solid big. Hey, you get Miles Turner. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I think oh, what's going to end up happening is they're going. Yes, it is. I think because so. I think you're you're replacing him with Ennis Cantor. Like everybody, y'all gets all. Dale Tice. Dale Tice did his job. I'm sorry. I said everybody's a big deal when the Celtics get them and let you tell them. Yeah, you're like, winning the oh, championship pretty deal. much every year. Let it's you a tell big it. deal. We got them. It's like they didn't do let me say. Enough. Let me let me let me finish, Miles. Um, what I, what I'm saying though is <laughs> the Celtics. All they really need is is just to shore up that that five because you got to replace Ennis Cantor. 
Um, Daniel Tice did his thing. Uh, and you have Robert Williams, who is really good. I like Robert. I think what, they, I think what they're going to end up doing is getting Miles Turner. And I think they're going to probably uh, try to go get Aaron Baines to, you know, work with that, that small Mr. ball. Mr. Poster. <laughs> hey, man. Be a he lot did, of hold up. No, no, no. Hold up. Uh, like, the underrated – he was the underrated piece of that Phoenix Suns uh, team this past season. That dude – He just stayed there on posters. That's because he ain't afraid well, of nobody. He's not afraid. You know, that, that, <laughs> I think he played rugby too. Like, that, those, are, uh, those are the guys that – I wouldn't that, even doubt it. I wouldn't even doubt it. You know, those are the guys that, that don't care. <laughs> so, it fact. is what it is. As a very, as a very objective uh, uh, Laker fan, um, I, I will say that – uh, the Celtics do need shooting at the two-guard spot. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that hurt them against Miami. Like, Miami yeah, had, yeah. you know, when you got Hero and you got Duncan Robinson, I really, really, really think that they should have more of a consistent shooter. Like, I didn't yeah. – I wasn't – I'm not a huge – I don't know. It's just something about Wanamaker that just it just doesn't say oh. basketball. But he's – I think he's gone. <laughs> he's a free agent now. Yeah, he's but, a free agent. But yeah, he is. He is. It doesn't he's say fired. basketball. He's fired <laughs> with 2K. He's fired with 2K. Oh, he is crazy in 2K. He looks no like sense. me. Like, he, his, his shape, <laughs> like, his shape, his body – he makes me look think I can make it in the league. But I, but he's an NBA player. Not, no no shade at all. Yeah. I've I seen him at Pittsburgh. He's, he's very solid, very good player. Yeah. Uh, but, no, uh, just for what they need, like, that consistent shooting is so important. And that's that's something in this draft that the guys – the teams – I think about the Spurs with Devin Vassell, uh, mm-hmm. another Georgia kid, uh, mm-hmm. consistent shooter. Like, when you're in the 40s, and when you can when you can make shots at a forty percent clip, mm. that helps you so that that helps so much. Um, it helps alleviate helps alleviate the pick and roll pressures. Um, when shot clock's breaking down and you know uh, Tatum's getting double teamed, um, or you know or 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 Jalen's getting you know they're seeing increased focus on the defense. And I thought that hurt. I thought the fact that Tice couldn't step out to the three. Yeah, uh, and make that consistently really hurt. But if you get a guy like Miles Turner, that just opens up the driving lanes and it opens up the lane for Tatum and uh, Brown to kind of do yeah. what they do. Even though you know Tatum operates more in the in the in the uh, mid range area a lot of times. But definitely, yeah. Definitely. yeah. What is what is Kimba's role? Kimba Kimba is the point guard. Like I don't I don't think that I know he was a little hurt, uh, especially like toward midseason and then coming into the bubble, you know, they, they, they eased him into everything, but he was still wasn't hundred percent. That was clear against Miami. He could not get anything going. Um, so I think you, you just like Tatum is just the primary focus of the offense. The thing about it last, last season at the beginning of last season, um, Tatum took a while to get back into the groove of things like I think he took about like two or three months to get back into his offensive groove um and that's when we were seeing Gordon Hayward was was doing was balling out beginning of the season uh and then he got hurt once he got hurt Brown took off and then Tatum took off shortly after um I'm expecting Tatum to take off at the start of the season like this this this, we haven't we have we don't have much layoff between the playoffs oh, yeah. at the beginning of this season. Tra- training so camps in 11 days. I'm expecting days. him to take off the, at the beginning of the season. So I'm, 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 I'm assuming I'm that's going to take a little pressure off hey, of him. Yeah. Hey, they picked up – and that they, that, uh, that Pritchard pickup, that's yeah. another junkyard dog. That's another yeah. 
Marcus that's another. Smart, that's another piece defensively. Like yeah. that kid. That kid is tough. That mm-hmm. kid can make shots. Like that is. That's an underrated. That's one of those underrated picks, uh, Rick yeah. said that we we gonna be talking about. Mm. Uh, you know, late in that first round to get him uh, alongside what they do with Smart. Like that's a mm-hmm. that's gonna be a tough backcourt to score against. Yeah. You know. Um, and that's, yeah. that's that's that was a that was a good piece for them. Yeah. Danny Ainge did good with that one. Yeah, as I'm, always. I'm shocked. I think, I think Miles came out with. I'm sorry, Derek. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I think we're gonna end up seeing a couple more pieces moved within the mm. next day or two. So, yeah, I, I think I think Pritchard might actually have a, a, a an extended role. Yeah, this coming free agency in 18 minutes, bro. We're gonna be good. <laughs> yo, we should. I'm excited. We boy. probably should have waited. Um, yo, <laughs> I'm so excited. Yo, mom, that, this, this is where we live at. What's your deal with um with Obi Toppin? I don't. I don't really have a deal with him. I think. I think he's he's box office, and he's he's obviously going to bring something to New I York. Dude, six home, nine, averaging twenty points, bro. Like what, what's, hometown what's, kid, but but you got to think. I mean, New York has plenty. I wouldn't say they have plenty of Obies, but they got plenty of people with his body, with his with his with his type of movements, and and what they want to do in the in the front court. Like it just didn't. I, I think it's a great pick, right? But I think you're gonna have to make moves to make that pick make sense. Does that make they, they, like they have for sure? They okay, have though. So they, they released, yeah. They they re, they re, uh, released some guys and okay. and waived some guys, uh, and some guys aren't gonna opt in. But I really thought they should have got a point guard. I agree with you on that. Definitely. Um, I thought they should have got somebody to stabilize RJ that can yeah. run the offense. That Halliburton, I thought he was going to go there. I thought that's no. where Halliburton exactly. was going to go. Yeah. I think I think sense. what New York is thinking is that they're going to use some – I, I think I think what New York needs is what Phoenix is already doing and already did. So when you bring in a person like Chris Paul alongside a Devin Booker and a DeAndre Ayton, you have solidified pieces. Now you have the veteran presence who knows how to uh, – can't say win a championship. However, but he plays uh, well throughout the season as well as the playoffs. Like we 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 watched him and what he did with Thunder. We didn't expect any anything from the Thunder last year. I think the Knicks are going to try to bring in some type of veteran guard, like like a. I've I've heard they've they've looked at Rondo. A Dennis Schroeder would have been a good pick if the Lakers didn't get him. Like somebody who who already knows how to run an offense, has been in the league, and can use because the Knicks really have a team of kids. If, if we're honest about it, and the team and the the people that they expected the the um, the Ilaki, I forget his name is like Ilakina or like yeah, those type those type of people that they expected to make a bigger jump haven't yeah. made that jump as lead in leading that offense. So first you need an identity. That's what they've, they want, that's what they've been working on in the off season and, and during the playoffs when they, when the pieces they made in the, in, in the office as, as well as on the floor, first you get an identity. First you figure out what you're going to do and who's going to lead that team. Obi Toppin is, is going to be box office. He's going to give you the dunks and the highlights, but who's going to lead that team and calm those kids down when it seems to be a little bit overwhelming for where they are in the season. Or you're talking about a rookie who is maybe hit a rookie wall, and it, you know during the first 30 games of the season, and figuring out themselves who's going to bring that. And I think the only way they're going to do that is going to be with a veteran presence from a, a veteran guard. Or I would I would almost say go for a veteran point guard. Now what that looks like and who that is, I'm not sure, but because you're going to need somebody who can possibly start or who's going to anchor that 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 that, uh, that B team. Well, ho- hopefully Thibodeau. Hopefully the coach. Ho- a lot. A part of what they've gone through is the coaching and the, the ownership. Sure. And 
leadership for me starts at the top down. You know, when you got an owner yeah. like James Dolan, uh, who's been <laughs> as inept as he has been over the years nice. for that franchise, uh, that helps. So Tibbs, hopefully Tibbs can stabilize them a little better. But but yeah, I, I do like you know getting having Obi sitting there. But you know, again, in a draft, do you draft for needs or you draft for best available? Yeah, and, and then you figure and, out the pieces later. It's, it's yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Well, let me ask this: Do you think with Buddy Heald wanting out, that's a possible trade? Mm. I, I, it's a good piece, but that's not what they need. It's not what they sense? need. I, I yeah, agree it, with that. It's I, a good piece. Have, He's gonna, he wants a lot of money million. too. Yeah, I think they got like forty million a cap. Yeah. Um, I don't see them getting Westbrook, which I know that uh, he was someone that that's been rumored he, to be going. He fits I don't see... into that veteran guard stuff, but he's not. But you're talking about someone that's supposed need. to. Yeah, yeah you're talking about someone that you, you need someone he's that's going to calm them down. He's not going to. He's taking all their cap space. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facts. He's still like yeah. forty minutes. Like these people who are in these contracts. Like you think about Chris Paul, and they were like, you know, maybe the Lakers should. I'm like, bro, he's old eighty, like eighty-four million over the next two years. We can't yeah. pay. Like we, Yo, we ain't got no team after that. Eighty-five. That's crazy. That's right. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, duh. He's getting paid more than Bron. <laughs> I'm like Chris. Look, I get it, but I, even Houston, I think I think one of the higher execs were like, "That might be the worst contract in NBA history in terms of the last like." Not, I wouldn't say Cliff. He's on because obviously he is still producing, but forty yeah. plus over the next two years is is crazy to me. You trying and to make his money, yo. James Harden? 50. Oh, he made his money, but yeah. that, and, that, and James Harden is another question. You turned down 105 over two years. You're the highest paid player ever, right? Because you want to be in Brooklyn? That don't even make no sense. Yeah. Like Kyrie, it, Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. I want to go play with my friends. <laughs> that don't make no sense. But listen, they're not going to win in the West. It's not. Oh, I know. I, I understand that. I agree. That's why they want to go over to the East. It's better. It's easier to beat Giannis than it is to beat LeBron. This is very true. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah, Giannis ain't even the guy in the, in the East. He's not. He's not the Milwaukee's. No, not I know. Is he not the guy? Like this every year, but and now y'all understand. And now y'all understand he, why there's two L's. I think. I think Lakers and LeBron, baby. <laughs> now you understand I think, it. I think the piece they made for getting uh, for getting Drew Holiday. Now the whole Bogdan Bogmanovich has has basically traded, which basically means his agent is like, "Hey, bro, I got a team that wants to pay you this type of money." And he was like, yeah. "All right, bet. Well, forget the bucks. I'm not doing that." Well, they so he didn't even agree to the signing trade. That's why it didn't make sense in the first. Yeah. Now, the idea, I will say that when when they when they first announced that Bogdan was going to go over there, I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's that's, that's a great a good piece." Drew and, Bob, and Bogdan, I was like, "Okay, that makes that's, sense. That's a that, solid that team. Makes sense, yeah, yeah." But I actually think that um, I don't think Milwaukee's not the team that that anyone really fears. To be completely honest. I don't think they fear them, but they they they're reg- they they win in the regular season. That's the uh, issue. Bull, that's the I mean, that's, Bull, that's, that's, that's what he does. We, we, yeah. we saw it with yeah. the Hawks, sixty yeah. plus wins and get swept by LeBron in the, in the playoffs. So I think yeah. I think we know they're going to be good in the in the regular season. It's the playoffs to figure out. Like be honest, look, we know what you're going to do. We watched it all regular season. Are you going to change up and adapt to what the team is throwing at you? And we've seen the past two playoffs, two time MVP can't adapt uh, adapt to what the defense is throwing at him. And well, when you talk about people like Drew, like underrated, uh, underrated person, underrated player is Drew Holiday. Like he's respected amongst players, but as a household yeah. name, 
he doesn't have he doesn't have that same respect, and we know what he brings to the table. So I definitely think Eric Bledsoe has not shown up the past two playoffs. When you talk about the 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 connect, like Chris Middleton, only seems to be this this all that all star that he was when Giannis is not on the floor or Giannis misses a game and Chris gives or you thirty five. You're like, bro, what or are you, when they're what playing the on? Celtics, or when they're playing this the Celtics. Tr- this is a true he, statement. He he turns he's he's he turns a problem. Michael Jordan. I don't and know. Like, what it, what in the rest of these games? What are you doing, Chris? Like I could definitely yeah. use your shot or the thirty five point, Chris. Like I used because what happens is Steph Curry was amazing, right? But Steph Curry was amazing because you had to watch out for Clay and you had to watch out for a passing Dre from the top of the key. When they got Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant basically started in that system because you had to watch for Steph and Clay Thompson. You couldn't double Kevin because you had the, the best shooting backcourt ever. So. I think what Giannis needs is a person who's going to take off uh, that that pressure that that comes with being the superstar and a two time MVP. And I don't know if I think Drew Holiday can do can be that, but not not as big as 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 like a Stephen Clay or a Bron and AD. Like you can't double Bron because he's a passer, right? Like you're not going to be able to double Devin because he has Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton now. Like that type of that type of di- like I won't say dichotomy, but that type of like back and forth is what Giannis mm-hmm. needs. He needs to come down and say, look, I'm going to score now, but I need to, I need the other three players to be threats when I pass it out. So I agree. Gonna, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Derek. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I agree with that, but I, I think what, what Giannis needs in order to take his game to the next level is to develop handles like Anthony Davis, because exactly. outside of that, he's not what, if he doesn't do that, I, what we have is what we have. Like, mm, that's, that's it. So yeah, he he needs another guy there. If he gets an AD he needs jumper, to be able to bro, handles. he's gonna be scary. Well, no, I think handles. I don't even think it's a jumper. Up, I can. It's perfect. Up. It's perfect to uh, pick up of of. Uh, hold one second, guys. I'm a, my, this is my boss calling. We got practice in an hour, so hold on. I got second. you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I think I think Giannis. I think Giannis is really. He needs. I, I'll give you the handles to break down a person because he plays off off the ball. Right, and he's trying. He's trying to come down the middle, cut, use fast breaks. That's where he gets a lot of his points and mm-hmm. the rebounds as well. Right, so mm-hmm. I I think he needs somebody who can create, who can create off, off ball, and is not and can take the pressure off of him being a superstar of the team. Which that wasn't an Eric Bledsoe, that wasn't a Chris Middleton, that wasn't a, a Ilya Sova, or like these people can make shots in their role players, but I'm not giving them the ball and saying go get me a basket. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Can I throw? I'll throw in this last thing, and it's to piggyback off what Derek said about getting AD handles. Um, and this is the, as the coach, as I'm watching the Bucks, what I notice, um, Giannis is is a driver from. If I can see you coming in the playoffs, those drives shrink, right? If I if I right. if I can I can see you coming. What has to develop, and what Anthony Davis has, is that 17 to 18 catching the post and face. Mm-hmm face up or like Derek said, be able to put the ball through his legs and in and out, get to the basket from 17. I'm six, I'm six eleven. So mm-hmm. from, from seven, I can get some 17 to three foot in one step, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or one move. He doesn't have that. And yeah. that element of his game slows them, slows them down a lot because if I can see you coming, it's easier, you know, it's just like war. If I can see you coming, it's easier to build a defense. Yeah, so I can build a wall with you coming at me, you know, yeah. full speed from getting a rebound. But it's a lot harder to defend when I have to think about, do I send a double? When mm-hmm. do I send my double? 
Uh, and if I'm sending my double, what am I giving up? You know, he has had pieces. I mean, when you can take Robin That's Lopez true. and he can shoot 40% from three. Uh, you got DiVincenzo that you can sit out there and shoot threes. You got Pat Connaughton. You got guys around that can make those shots. Yeah. But you can't make those shots if you're catching at 22 feet and everybody can see you. Yeah, my defense is gonna load up, you know, and, yeah. and especially with these NBA coaches, they're not stupid like you guys have said. So if he yeah, can develop yeah. that portion of his game, it's gonna help him out a whole lot. But that's that yeah. Anthony. That's that's what made Anthony Davis special. How do you Those double somebody that can go in and out through his leg behind the back? You know, and in the words of Belay, you go twenty 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 feet moving he hit the rim. How do you see somebody him? in the corner like, hey, you got Yo, to knock it down? Let's let, let's wrap it up with this. Um, let's wrap it up with this last thing, man. Um, let's just grade some picks. Right, I'm gonna call out a pick randomly, and you just give me a grade for it. Right, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you the name, I give you the pick, you just give me the grade for it. I um, mean, we'll do it real quick. So let's start off with, let's start off at the top, man. Timberland, I mean, I'm Timberlands, the Timberwolves, man. <laughs> the Timberwolves, right? Them drafting. I'm um, Anthony Edwards. Just give me a grade, A through F. What you got on that, Miles? I, I'm, I'm gonna go with an A because because of what he brings to the table. I, I wanted Lamelo, but I, I think what he brings to the table, you can't argue with. So they'll get an A from me. Coach, what you got? Hey. Okay. Derek, what you got? I got A. You got A for that one, too? Okay, cool. We got the Warriors with James Wiseman. Where you at with this one, Coach? Hey. Where you at, Miles? A plus. With, wow. with Clay going down, I, he's going to have to pick up. I think he has the ability to do that. Okay. What you got, Derek? Uh, a plus. They needed a big play. Mm. We got Hornets with LaMelo. Where you at with this one, um, Derek? Uh, I'm going A on that one. Okay. One yeah. Where you at, Coach? A. Okay. Miles? Definitely A. All right. All right, Miles, we got the Knicks with OB Toppin. Where you at with this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say B because they pick they pick the best available, right? But it wasn't for them, so I'm, I'm gonna say B because you went with what you had to do at that at that moment at, at, at six. All right, well, yeah, coach. B, I give okay. it a B. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, Derek. Uh, B minus because it didn't fill the need, but again, they're gonna they're gonna do other moves in the next couple of days. So, Ready all right, to, Derek, we're gonna stay to. with you. We got the Kings with um Halliburton. Burton. Um, at twelve, what you got? A plus. Wow. Okay. Love it. Where you at, coach? A plus. A plus. Great pick. Okay, Miles. Great value. I think we're all on the same page here. Okay. I'm um, a as well. I'm gonna throw one out here for y'all, man. Uh, just for my own selfish thing, man. Uh, we got <laughs> the Pelicans at thirteen with Lewis, man. Lewis Junior. Where you at with that one, coach? B. He's fast. He offsets uh ball. Yeah, I give that a B. That kid, that kid can go. Yes, he can. can well, yeah, with this yes, <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna say the same thing. I think he's a he's a great great point guard with nice with, with good speed, and he gets. I think his jumper is a little bit more reliable than Lonzo's. Obviously, Lonzo shot great this year, this past year, but that's a good pickup to put alongside. Okay, Derek, where you at with this one? Um, Drew Holiday is gone, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say A minus. All right, all right, cool, cool. I'm at that. I'll take it. All right, here's the last thing, y'all. Last question: What does the East have to do to catch up with what they got going on in the West? Um, <laughs> just real quick, give me, give me, give me your thing, man. Who, who can compete from the East? Who can, who can basically um, bring it and basically make it a, you know, if they ever get back in the finals, who will make it a, comp- you know, some type of competition? Let's start off with um, Derek. Where you at with this one? 
the Celtics. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Well, what would they have to do? Every time, they, bro. No, no, no. I okay. My two teams in the <laughs> East are the Celtics and the and the uh, and the Heat. Those those are my top two teams right now. So uh, what do they have to do? I think at this point, all they have to do is just get. Like I said, they have to shore up that five and get some and 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 make sure that shooting is what it needs to be because it can't that that shooting cannot be ranked 29th from the bench. They, it just that that's that they, cannot happen. They need solidification. That's what, that's what they need. The problem is the last two years, don't nobody know what they was doing. Jason Tatum knew I'm the best player on this team, and Brown knew I was the second best player. Gordon Hayward said, look, don't forget me. I get paid $34 million. I get paid 30 plus million. I'm that guy, right? But you got – I mean, you need people who are going to solidify that offense. Brad Stevens, to me, is a great coach, and I'm still trying to figure out why in the last two years you've not been able to solidify roles and say, look, this is what we're doing and having a consistent identity. And I think, that's, I think that's the issue. Once they get that, you know Jason Tatum's your best player. Either play around him and figure out how to make that offense work. And when you bring in somebody like Kimba Walker, who's an all-star, who's used to having the ball in his hands, giving you 40 at any moment, you've got to solidify that. Like, Jay, like, Kimba knows I'm that guy, but Jason is the guy, right? Like, so you've got to figure out what that looks let, like. Let me say this, though. I, I don't disagree with you. But I think what we what we saw a lot in um, the Eastern Conference Finals this past season was yeah. that a lot of shots were just not falling. Like, oh, they yeah. were getting great looks. And Kimba, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming he was hurt. He was still recovering. But I think it was, like, the first three or four games, he was not doing anything right. And uh-huh. when, 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 someone, when someone's not, not getting a shot up like that or not letting it fall – and now the defense is able to to set and and you know take that away from you. Yeah. Now you got to go. You got other guys like Marcus Smart that try to play hero ball because uh, Gordon Hayward is out of the lineup. Like it's just it's, so we, it discombobulated a lot of things. So, so I'm not, do you, I don't. Go ahead. Do you contribute that playoff series to lack of shooting? Yeah. The host. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I want to see where hero. you are. You see, you had yeah. Tyler Hero out there just like lighting it up. Uh, that, that's the hero ball that was the problem. It that's wasn't dog. That's the hero ball dog. that was the problem. It wasn't Marcus Smart or anybody else. The hero ball that was no. the problem was Tyler Hero. No. Look, look, Marcus Smart, I love him. I love him. But I think what ended up um, costing is that he got his confidence up in that Toronto series where he was he shot like thing like three fives and I think good. I forget one of those games. He, he did incredibly him. well. He yeah, yeah he did. The problem was he thought he could do that every single game. And when you're not allowed – when you're taking Jalen Brown out of the, the, the offense by continuing to jack up shots that were not for him to make, it throws everything off. He did that this past season, and he did that previous season. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's, that's where it kind of messed up. So, so what do you have to do with the Heat? I'll, I'll go ahead, John. Um, Coach, what has to happen in the East? Well, you got to get more Jimmy Butlers who are mentally tough mm. on the team. So I'm going to, we didn't talk about this, but the Miami Heat drafted uh, Precious from Memphis. Yes. Um, another rim protector, another body at the rim, another guy who can, you know, just who's a dog. Um, you got to have more dogs than the Lakers. Mm. Um, LeBron and AD, they, they mentally wore down the Heat. I mean, the Heat just, they got wore down. So if we're talking about the Pistons, 
they need another Marcus Smart. They 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 needed yes. that mental toughness. And, and for the East to get over the hump, it's 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 the same thing when LeBron was in the East and the Pistons and and Toronto and all these other people and the Sixers got all knocked out. They just couldn't get over the mental hump. Yeah. Um, and that's that's it's under it's so underrated. It's such an underspoken thing. Uh, just being mentally tougher than your opponent, and and mm-hmm. for for how, whatever the debate is about who's the greatest, people you you can't defeat the stigma of what LeBron has done mentally to people in the East, like what Jordan did to the yeah. Knicks, uh, what Jordan you know did to Orlando, like all those you know getting over yeah. or getting that proverbial monkey off your back. It's been a very difficult thing for a lot of people, and when he went over to the West, just like you know. The Clippers, I'm quite sure the Clippers were thinking ahead. And you know what I'm saying? It's that mental aspect. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get to this series and it's gonna be the biggest thing in the world. And oh, here go these nuggets. So yeah. uh getting dogs. You gotta have dogs on your team. And and LeBron said it. Dennis Schroeder's a dog. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And and Jimmy Butler's a dog. And he's teaching them young pups how to be dogs. That's um, a scary team, man. I like, I like them, man. They're, they're gonna be they're gonna be good for the next couple of years, and I think that's yeah. gonna be what you look like because because Boston has the has the personnel, Boston has the pieces, Boston has the coach. Like so now, Boston just has to prove. Look, we can't we're not gonna let Jimmy Butler come in here and mentally beat us again with with a team of of, of just role solid role players. And and Abayo was just he, he was just absolute monster like the no. whole playoff series. So, I mean, no, whole, you're not gonna give up a late. You're not gonna give up a buzzer beater to Norman Powell so you can close out the series. You're not, yeah, you, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. you're not gonna, we're not gonna yeah. do those things. Or OG, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or OG, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. OG, had, OG had the nerve to be like, I know I was gonna make it. Like, oh, oh, see, oh, oh, I, yeah, OG, my bad. Yeah. Not that, Powell, but OG. That, no, you that, good? That shot, that shot to me, um, it's an ugly shot. It was ugly, <laughs> but I will say this: it was only created because. Uh, uh, Lowry had more space to to set up the pass, so oh, sure. you do that. You do that in a in a regular environment. That's not happening. I still I, I understood. All, I understood having Taco kind of Fall there, but that that right in that moment, I, Taco Fall made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at Rick. <laughs> silly. Nah, like, man. Not you need, not the you taco. need consistent people. You Yo. need consistent people on teams who are mentally tough. And can lead a team. That's that's yeah. that's who Giannis is supposed to be, right? Like a two-time not, MVP and not. defensive player of the year. He's not mentally there. Not. When you look at the same thing and see the same defenses from the year before, and you still get stopped by them mentally, you're not there. And this is something that that James talked about. Like LeBron does not get does not get enough credit for where he is mentally. Like I I read a tweet today, not, uh, something today, a story today that he was like mentally preparing for December first. Like, looking like I didn't get a lot of time in the offseason. I got to do things just a little bit differently. We watched it happen. We watched it happen in the Clippers series. You saw a team where Ka- when Kawhi Leonard, the leader of the team or the, or the scorer of the team, the guy on the team gives you seven points in a, in a fourth quarter in a closeout game where you're up double digits in three closeout games. There's a Paul problem George, there. Paul George was missing completely. Oh, for sure. Like, but but I, what does that what does that say about I, I, and, I, and no disrespect to to the 08, to 08 and what y'all did in two thousand eight but Doc Rivers to me there has to be some type of there's no blemishes on his record do you know how quickly he got the job in Philly like I don't understand yeah. why he has no blemishes when he consistently is mediocre 
He is living off of two thousand. Hold on, hold on. This is where he gets. This is where you lose me, bro. Because I lose it. Has he not had? Has he not had the opportunity to be to get another chip? Has he not had that opportunity? Miles, the Clippers didn't have their dog. They didn't have Pat Bev. Y'all, y'all not saying they had their dog. That's perfectly fine. But what did I tell you at the beginning of the season? I told I, and James, we had this conversation via social media early in the season. I told Derek this, I told Rick this. I said the only thing that makes me nervous about the Clippers is Doc Rivers, and that's why I did not give them the championship. Everybody had them winning and doing this and beating this. They got dogs over there in the Clippers. The Lakers ain't gonna be able. The Las Vegas was saying they're gonna champ. I said Doc Rivers is the unknown variable because he's had this before. Nah, man, two, two bigger this. superstars. <laughs> You got two bigger superstars. The question is, Miles. is Doc Rivers going to deliver? That's Miles. on Lemon Pepper Lou, man. That's not that's not on him. You know what I mean? The whole the whole thing about the Clippers didn't want to be in the bubble. Yeah, they, and they, they weren't they really had there. I don't care that's, about none of that. Miles. I don't care about none of that. You came to play ball. Come to play ball. If you don't want to be there, you call out. How dare Back. you call out one of the best coaches in all of NBA history? Like I, that's wild for you. I'm I'm not even saying that. You, you, I'll, you, I'll you just mentioned a, 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 okay, okay. Let me, wait, you let me, what? I don't wait, wait, let me, one of the best coaches in NBA history. I don't. Let me, okay, wait. Let me let me ask Coach a question before 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 we jump into whatever this is, Coach. Let, um, yo, no, you, I, yeah, we got. I, I got practice in about, I, about an hour. So go ahead, Doug. I just need to know about um the ballers you got over at Russ College, man. That's that's all I want to know. Oh, uh, the is ballers there, we have, man. Yeah, um, man. Is there a kid out there, man, that we should be looking out for in the future? It's crazy. Uh, I don't. So, so we have a, a pretty much a, a whole new team. So um, this is my first year. This is my head coach's first year. Um, he came over from Harris Stowe, um, and they won a championship. So my coach mm-hmm. actually has been very successful. He's won five straight conference championships where, where he's been for the last five years. Wow. Um, and he's, he's not afraid to show you his rings. Um, <laughs> so we, we brought in – yeah, that's how he is. <laughs> but he, he actually – he actually has them on his desk. Um, we, we brought it. Nice. We, we brought in. Um, we brought in ten. We got about ten new guys, but from a team that won three games last year. Mm. Um, so we kind of got a whole new roster. We have about five Division One transfers and about four JUCO guys. Uh, I'm actually bringing in a kid that I coached uh, from Norcross. He's, he'll be coming in. Mm. Uh, we have a couple. We have three more guys here at the break. So. Um, we haven't played a game yet. We played our first game November 30th. We had a little COVID situation here on campus, so we've mm-hmm. had to postpone and move some games back. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited just to see what we can do. Um, this is a whole new experience for me. Um, college is, is different because you got guys that, you know, can do it at this level. It's just a matter of if they want to yeah. uh, at this NAI level. And there's some good basketball at this level. It's a very underrated level uh, of, of basketball here, you know, in the United States. Yeah. But um, – we don't. I, I can't tell you names as of yet because we haven't played. You know, for me, it's like uh, you got to see when the lights come on. But we're real excited. We're, we're working. Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, we just got back to campus last Thursday, so we've been on campus for a week. I was on quarantine because I got COVID, so I wasn't even around the team. I, I did my first practice yeah. on, on Thursday. Wow. Um, on, on Wednesday. Glad you're good, brother. No, I appreciate it. Appreciate right. that. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm re- I'm really excited. I'm excited to see what we can do. Uh, we-, we got about 20 games on the schedule, and then we're gonna see. You know, try to win, try to win conference. I I guarantee, if we win conference, I will be one of those coaches 
You got to. You got to. Right before we move on, Rick, I just want to make sure I'd be remiss if I didn't say how absolutely proud of what, I, of what I've seen out of James. We watched him absolutely grow from playing, playing Rick, coaching guys, coaching, coaching guys he don't even know in, in LA Fitness and random gyms that we played at. And to see you walk out your dream and see you walk out and do what you, what God created you to do, using the knowledge and the game that you love, brother, big bro, I, I am absolutely proud of what you got going on. I've been able to watch over the past couple of years and seeing you, even seeing you at the, the AAU tournament down uh, in uh, up in, I think it was like South or North, I don't even remember, but seeing what you, what you bring to the table and your knowledge and using that to, to mold young men's minds and to push them to the next level. I know you're not just teaching basketball there. I know you're teaching life skills and how to be a man properly around being a student athlete. So major props to you, bro. Absolutely proud. Love you and, and love what, what you're doing and what you, what you got going on in life, man. I appreciate that so much. And I, I, I just want I, uh, Rick Sincere and Miles Austin, I still want you to know I still got it. I still am Mr. 16. Every, I, I, I show these dudes every now and I, you know, I show these dudes, like, I got bars. And I, I still got it. So, you know, if there's ever an opportunity. Hey, do you have 16 or do you have just one? No, I got, I, got, I, got, I got the tat, so I'm always there. Just to let y'all know, man. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Y'all, y'all don't know, man. Y'all, y'all seen me, man. Y'all seen me at the beginning of this thing, and you know it's not over. This it's crazy. It's not over. Like my goal is to be a college head coach. You know, yes, sir. Um, so I'm on. I'm on. You know, I'm gonna trust God, and that's what that's that's what I've been doing. But listen, I would love to sit and talk with you guys, but I have to get ready for practice. You good, My coach. Man. Thank you, you so much for joining. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Definitely, bro. Definitely, bro. Love you, big bro. Love you guys too, man. Thank you. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much, man. We truly appreciate you. Yo, um, last thing, man, before we leave, uh, Derek, give you a predi- pre- predictions for who wins the championship next year. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are we doing it? Go ahead. Hey, right now, what you're going to say. I think it's gonna be battle for eighteen. That's that's my prediction. Battle for what? Battle for eighteen. Battle for eighteen. Mm. I, I, I wanted it this I, year. I think I, I think, put Jays on it. Like I, I mean, we, I, no, we I both love Jays on like it. that. We both would love Jays, for like, that to happen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We both placed a bet that if if the Celtics face the Lakers in the in the in the finals, I didn't say you did. Right? Your teams did. Wait, yeah, we had shoes, right? Wait, we had shoes on the line. We yeah, shoot, we did. They didn't make, they didn't make the finals, it so it didn't. It don't matter. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, the bet was, was the bet was predicated on them making it to the finals. Honestly, yeah. I I love that they didn't make it to the finals. Forget the shoes. I got I got more to brag on. We won. So I mean, it is what it is. But I I obviously yes, think the battle for eighteen did. would. You finally <laughs> caught up. Congratulations. I, but I, but I also and no, it's not we, we Rick. I don't want to. I want to make sure that we don't continue <laughs> to push this narrative like we caught up. Like, bro, like in, in the last not, twenty wait, years, wait, 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 it's wait, wait. one we to six. Like, we, we, like we come on, man! Right? Like, we gotta live in the two thousand era. Like, can we at least Rick, do that? I'm can not we at least do that? Like, so you, you, you help me out. I want to make okay. sure we had, we had sixteen 17. before. Like, Lakers were at sixteen, like, right? Does that mean not mean that I when they finally got one this year that they finally caught up to us? Like, but you say finally, like y'all been like y'all been relative, like, but y'all haven't produced. Let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me let me ask you a question. Okay, if the Lakers get eighteen before the Celtics do, does that not mean that you're now in the position to be called the greatest franchise 
in the league. That, I already and, have the title. You don't have that title. That's not, that's no, not, that's not seven, we, we had 17 after. We had 17. You might have had the I most chips. You know to Bill Russell on 11. You know what? But, like, in the last 20 years, you guys have won one to our six. We like, are not the greatest, Miles. We're we not the greatest. Until, Who's until, the greatest? until. Right now, it's a tie. It is a tie. It's a tie in, in championship. It's a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. We, we beat. Hold on, hold on. You know what? Hold on, hold on. Not even just that. Let's not even count the championships in terms of 17 17. We're nine and three against the Lakers. So, it, what are we even talking about? That doesn't mean. What does that even mean? Nine and three Look, in the guys, finals against the Lakers. You, so it you guys have been. It don't relative. even matter, bro. You guys Y'all have only been got three against us. Right? Y'all ain't got You guys have been consistently okay and in the mix and mediocre. That, that's exactly what I'm it sorry, is. what? We've had an excuse. The last six years, he said, he said, made the consistently playoffs. in the mix and mediocre is what he said. Mediocre. Yes. Well, so what were the last five, six years for you? No, I know, I know we nine. were. I know what we were. What were the last nine for you? We understood what we were. But this narrative that we, we're the best team in the East, oh, we, just, we got the best that. coach, and we should do this. We should be doing things that we, that don't contribute to what happened. Like this whole narrative that, that you guys, we, we understand who the Lakers have been, right? We didn't have nobody. We playing with, we playing with, with G-leaguers, right? And we still stood tall. Like, the, the Celtics have had good pieces, have had good coaching, and have no excuse to lose the way they did. LeBron has specifically, y'all know him very well. Y'all know him, y'all yeah, know him personally. Him to Miami. Y'all know his wife and his kids. Y'all know everybody. Him to Miami. Yep. And this is what I'm saying. You can say that, but I mean, like, Pass our weight, like what y'all, this is, y'all been this there? This is cute. This is really y'all cute been there? there. This is really like, cute. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying I'm, to understand. I'm not even, and I'm not even harping on the fact that we won the championship this year. I'm harping on the fact that you guys have been in the position to close it out multiple times. You can say what we've been over the past five to six years. I can say the same thing to y'all. Y'all been, been in the position to win, and y'all haven't. We've been consistent. And I don't see three times I don't in see the last when, four years. I don't see when that happens. You don't see what 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 happens. Y'all winning the champion. I don't see y'all. I don't even see That's y'all fine. in the finals. In the next in the next two to three, I don't see y'all in the finals. And that's no that's, that's no shade. That's the really problem cute. is I'm going I, off a track record. Hey yo, y'all bro, had the pieces, he, have y'all bro, not? Bro, Kimber Walker, Gordon energy. Hayward, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Y'all have had the pieces, and they have had and, the coaching. Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward was injured most of the time. He was in Boston. I hear what you're saying, bro. I hear it. Kimber Walker got you, hurt. Have you guys not had the, the year. opportunity to close? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, uh, not hurt. only did he get hurt, but, I mean. Tore the team apart just, with his he, bad leadership. He completely tore the team apart. So, I don't want to hear anything about what you got to say right now, bro. But the question is, have you guys had the opportunity to close? Because the answer is yes. And when we had the opportunity, had the opportunity to close, to be, we did. Hold on, we've had the opportunity to be actually in the finals and win the championship in the last couple. Yes, years. are you? Kidding? You did. You did. Yes. I'm. Listen, listen, listen. You guys have been a good listen, team that hasn't until, closed in the playoffs. Up until the playoff, up until a lot of uh, stuff happening in the playoffs where injuries happen because they do happen. But up until those times, yeah, I'll, I'll say. But once once those things happen, that took it, that took it out. So it is what it is. This is where look, and, and we'll we'll wrap it here. But this is where I saw um, opportunities for Boston. Outside of LeBron, last year was the most open time in the East, right? Not this season, yes, right? This season was yes. open too. 
I mean, you guys are knocking on the door again, but last season was the most open period for, for anybody in the East because there was no LeBron, right? He was over in the Lakers. The Lakers were having a horrible time, right? Um, and it did seem that you were going to have to face a Warriors team, right, that, that was um, somebody that you couldn't overcome anyway, right? So maybe there wasn't a lot of push to get that to was, the finals um, it, because it was, you know, was going to be tough. But it seems like because, the most time in the East. It's, it's because the, the chemistry between Kyrie – and the young guys at that point did not work well. You're, yeah. you're talking about Kyrie wanting to be the guy. You're talking about Kyrie, like knowing, like saying, like, I got this. Is he not? And, and it's my, it's when this he's is my healthy, way. He's the guy. Listen, when has Kyrie ever won with him being the man? I mean, not never. I think Boston would ever. Think Boston was the. He has the never won with him being the guy. It was Cleveland. He had nobody. We knew what he brought to the listen, table, though. Listen, he. At the end of the day, he has not produced a championship with him as the guy. So it he doesn't matter. He's not going to. Nobody ever with does. His mentality, like, with his mentality, it doesn't work. His skill, yeah, I, I agree. His skill, we should have we gone to the finals. But the mentality is what, what threw it off. And then you had Terry Rozier that wanted to be the, the starting point guard. Uh, Jalen Brown nice, didn't, didn't nice like his – yeah, yeah, but I mean, once it came down to it, Eastern Conference Finals, when we were supposed to get into the finals, he but, and Marcus Smart started playing hero ball, and that that threw us off. So, and, and look, I'll, and I'll say no, this: this year, outside of that, outside of last year, this year was the the biggest opportunity because the only thing you had standing in front of you was Jimmy, right? No, no. So okay, so you, you only had this. Jimmy and and some contributors, and you had mm-hmm. the more talented team. And I think that we was did. clear. We definitely did. We definitely I think did. that was clear. So. I, I think I think what what messed us up again was the fact that we didn't have someone to stop Bam, or at least control Bam. Between that, I mean, you can say what you want to say about the shooting, but Bam was the reason why we really lost that series. Not only that, but I think I'm not going to use this as an excuse, but I, I really do believe that this whole that whole shutdown for the four, those four months, four or five months really threw off a lot of things for a lot of guys, not just the Celtics. I'm talking about the entire league. So, you know, it is what it is. The, the championship is not an asterisk. The Lakers won that fair and square. Yes, we did. But I, God bless you. Shut up. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe that, 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 uh, that break threw a lot of guys off, like oh, way sure. off. So, and, and yeah. And that goes back I, to that mental aspect. Like, yes. So like I, but I will say – Tatum, Tatum is the guy that I want to see take that next step with not just, not in terms of his game. Cause he, he does have to do something with his game. Um, just being able to just go and go for it and attack, but it's the mental aspect, which I think what is what uh, Kobe was actually working on him with. And mm. that, that I believe that I think he will take that step this summit, this, this uh, season. So I'm not worried about the Celtics in all, in all honesty. Yo. And, and the King of focus, um, the king of focus, understanding where he is in his career, you know, really came through, man. I want to say thank you so old. much. I want to say thank you so much um, for, for, for Derek joining us today, man. We appreciate you, bro, as always. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for having me on. And, and Miles, thanks for not running anymore. And y'all kept it civil, I, man. I, nev- I never had to run, bro. If, ever if since he lost his show, ever since he lost if, his show, you've been running. <laughs> what? You've ran Look. from me. Look, at the end of the day, when you win, people come to you. You feel me? I don't, I don't chase people that weren't in the finals. I, why would I do that? 
Why would I run to have a conversation with you? You weren't even in the playoffs last year and you ran from me. So what are you talking what about? Is, what does that mean? We got a ring now. Why, why would I be like, oh, we won a championship. Derek, come talk to me, please. Like, bro, come on, man. No, no, why no, am I rushing no, to play? Y'all lost. No. There's, there's, no, there's no point in me running to you when y'all didn't do what y'all said, what y'all said, we was gonna, said y'all was going to do. Mm. And even, and even close on the bet that we made. So, I mean, this is good, and I'm glad we did it. It's, this was an absolute pleasure, Derek. I love sharing the screen with you in this COVID, in this COVID world that we live in. Under, understand that. But that was a door right now. I will tell you that. At, that was really right cool. now at the time. We we are the champs. LeBron and yes, AD led it for the first time. They had the opportunity. We closed. And when I the need, season starts, we'll see a whole nother a whole nother team. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I, 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 I want I want to play y'all. I, I want a Boston Boston LA finals. That's great. I, I just need one thing. I need for your guys to stop talking about this for uh this parade. Like Stop. Just stop. It'd be nice, but it's not going to happen. It's, it's not happen. happening. Just stop talking about it. Kuzma is the one that I really. Something happened with that guy, man. I, I, yo. Hey, he might yo, be gone next three days. That, wait, that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. But talking, <laughs> look, talk about the people who Kobe worked with and who I expected something from. So think think about this for one yes. second. And this is the last thing I'm going to say. Um, okay. Kobe worked with Westbrook, MVP. Kobe worked with Harden, MVP. Kobe worked with Tatum. Big jump, right? Kobe works with Kuzma. No evidence of him at talking to him at all. <laughs> it's like whatever they, whatever time they spent together, I saw yeah. no evidence of it. Like I, zero. I will say this. I will say this. When you talk about what what uh, like he Kobe never meant to do to the table <laughs> and the mentality, Westbrook leader of a team. You talk about Tatum, leader of the team. It's hard to play next to LeBron and AD. You're two top five players. You can't beat Kobe. You can't. Hold on, hold on, Kobe. You can be a better Kuzma. I've seen Kuzma without LeBron. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. This was nice. But I don't know what happened. He's not that same killer. He's not that same killer, bro. I don't know. He he might be gone the next three days. Who knows? I don't know. Kuzma ain't going nowhere, man. He's he's. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Polinka looking at a lot of stuff right now. That's real. Next, That's real. The next, the next two, three days are gonna are gonna shape what December first looks like. I'm trying to tell you. All right, Austin so. always making moves. Danny Ainge doing. Rob Palinka's in the mix, bro. Don't get it twisted. We got to live in free agency. We ain't do nothing in the draft. We got we got uh we got Dennis Schroeder. Thank God for 28 pick and, and some other stuff. I'm Rob Palinka pulled that one out of his butt. I appreciate that because Rondo <laughs> about to get paid somewhere else. I already know. We got we got to prepare Rondo for that. So we're gonna see, man. Rondo. Anyway, yeah. We, I'm a, look. You know what? I'm gonna stop it right here. Thank y'all so much for joining us. We truly appreciate y'all. Um, we, we we appreciate all the people who are here with us today, man. Uh, and we look forward to what's gonna happen in the next few days in the NBA. It's definitely going to get interesting. Uh, with Rick sure. Sincere, Derek Myers, Miles Austin. We love y'all. We out. Stuck inside of this basement, wasted. Dream so big, so vivid, I mean, I swear to y'all, I can taste it. Kick so good, but I don't know none of y'all out here that's gonna make it. So I go and get mine from the public, and they love it, but I'm chasing. Sugar free brand, man, a lot of people living that sweet life, they just faking. And ain't nothing more cold in my mind than me to being so real and authentic. And I'm riding around with my windows down, and got nothing to hide, it ain't tinted. And I ain't got a whole lot of time, so I guess it's all about how we spend it. Splendid, ego trippers as a young kid. Hey, are you a musician 
or someone with a small business and want to get more attention to your business and to your music, how about you hit an ad with the MTMV Sports Podcast? By doing that, all you have to do is DM me, Nora Natish, at Nora, N-O-R-A, underscore Natish, N-A-T-I-S-H, on Instagram or Twitter. I will help you be able to get your song on our song of the week list and your ad for your business on MTMV Sports Podcast episodes. Hit me up if you want that hookup.